0: There are nearly 9,000 people experiencing homelessness in the Washington region, according to last year's point-in-time count. That's an 18% increase from the year before. Volunteers will go out again tomorrow night for this year's count. Monica Harrington is the Director of Institutional Advancement with Pathways to Housing D.C., a nonprofit providing outreach and support for those seeking housing. She spoke with WAMU's Tamika Smith.
1: Your organization is leading the point-in-time count for downtown D.C. What's the significance of the count? And how does it relate to understanding homelessness in our region?
2: The annual point-in-time count, often referred to as the PIT count, it is the annual census of individuals experiencing homelessness. We'll be primarily in the downtown area, and that's where the vast majority of individuals experiencing homelessness currently reside. It is mandated by the federal government, and cities and communities across the entire nation conduct an annual point-in-time count each year, every January, because it offers a point-in-time, a snapshot of residents living on the streets and in shelters. There has been a spike in homelessness. All nine jurisdictions, unfortunately, last year shared that there was a year-over-year increase in the D.C. area of individuals experiencing homelessness, And the most alarming statistic was that a large number of those people experiencing homelessness said that they were experiencing homelessness for the very first time.
1: So for the people who are experiencing homelessness for the first time, is there anything specific
2: that points to the reason? There's a lack of affordable housing um, in our region, and also the resources provided with the covid relief and emergency rental assistance did dry up.
1: We've already had several snowstorms and temperatures dropping down into the teens at night. How does the cold weather impact the volume of people seeking your services and their needs?
2: Winter weather is life-threatening for those living on the streets, so we definitely see a spike in the people who need our services and the urgency that that is needed. As you can imagine, as the bone-chilling temperatures really grip the DC area and snow accumulated. We had to, you know, make an urgent plea for community support and community action, um, especially as hypothermia is a well-recognized consequence of exposure to cold. What you might see from a person is, you know, some excessive shivering, slowed breathing, slowed speech, um, maybe some clumsiness and stumbling, and especially for those that we work with that have mental health issues. They may have an increased need for support because they don't always realize how the cold is impacting them outside. What are some of those needs? Certainly immediate actions taken in the past week, week and a half, to reduce the risk of hypothermia among those individuals who experience homelessness. District, as part of its right-to-shelter mandate, does require additional warming facilities, extending shelter hours, warming buses. There are certainly overflow sites. For example, even the downtown D.C. Day Services Center, they they stayed open later to provide a place of shelter for those experiencing homelessness. I'm wondering
1: what steps should our listeners take if they see someone experiencing homelessness in our community?
2: The shelter hotline and transportation to a shelter are available to residents 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you see someone in need of shelter or a welfare check, just dial 311 and they can connect you. But for those that may not want to go into shelter, that can also be a wellness check, blankets, and access to other resources.
1: That was Monica Harrington. She's the Director of Institutional Advancement with Pathways to Housing DC.